Risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show. I'm your man behind the microphone and your current reigning Scholars of Wrestling party champion. I forgot my belt in the other, in the other room, but it's okay because I'm Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week, the OG Undisputed Scholar himself. He is the one only Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how is your evening going, sir? Nonstop working. I am finally able to actually stop the working. And now I'm going to talk about wrestling with a very, very good man. And I am kind of excited about the discussions, but also just because of what's been happening ever since WrestleMania, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's we're we're jumping right out of the gate with a consensus here. There is a lot of cautious optimism coming out of the WWE draft, which just finished tonight by the time we're recording this. But we're going to go into detail about all of it. But first, we got to kick things off right with a little bit of something we like to call backstage news. Indeed. It's been a while since I've been on the show. So let's see how things are different by peeking behind that curtain. Is it anything different? Yeah, it's 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 the world. Everything is different when it comes to backstage news. 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 I finally news. had an opportunity to do that part. Man. News. News. Uh, but yes, there is obviously the news du jour, so to speak, is the WWE draft, which just finished round one tonight on SmackDown by the time we're recording this. But we also had another announcement. Another announcement in the manner of a surprise Twisted Metal trailer for the new TV series on Peacock. What does this have to do with the world of professional wrestling? Well, because wrestling's own Samoa Joe has been confirmed to be playing at least the body part of the titular character Sweet Tooth from the Twisted Metal series. Uh, it took me a minute. It was not. Apparently, they are having a separate voice actor to dub over his lines because, well, mask. But, yeah, we're getting Samoa Joe as Sweet Tooth. That's actually really exciting. He It, it makes sense. And it also explains why he hasn't been on television ever since uh he lost the tnt title to wardlow so i'm it's very exciting i haven't seen the trailer yet i'm actually i'll i'll watch it uh, on the way home but I, i'm actually really excited to see this i wonder if any if anything he'll have since most likely we're not going to see his face uh if he'll actually have like a separate character appearance, like maybe even like a cameo of something just to be like, okay, here he is as a separate background character. And here he is as a main character, but you don't get to see his face. Yeah. I'm, I was thinking about that. Uh, I noticed in some of the later uh, twisted metal games, they do have some cutscenes like that, where they actually have the actual actor below the mask. And sort of like before he became Sweet Tooth. Mm -hmm. So, and they sort of Ooh. also play it like there's like alternate personalities where like 
there's one personality with the mask and without. So I do find myself wondering if they're actually going to have Samoa Joe play sort of pre-Sweet Tooth uh, Needles Kane. I think that's his name. As you were explaining that, I'll be like, I was even thinking, like, flashbacks. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's funny. If you look up, you can look up the the FMV sequences on YouTube. They're all over the place. And the mask, with the exception of just having like actual flames on his head, the mask looks almost exactly the same. So it certainly seems possible. So you said it's a series. It's not like a. It's not a like a actual like special movie special. It's actually a series. It's like looking like it's going to be a ser- a TV series with multiple episodes and apparently starring Anthony Mackie. Okay, I'm looking. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's not what you expect it's going to be. This one took me by surprise quite a bit. But yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking way. up pictures. I'm looking up pictures now. And okay, I think. Oh, got rid of it. I think. Okay, even with the mask. I still see so much. I, I look at his eyes yeah, and I'm just thinking. It took me a minute. Joe, Joe. <laughs> it took me a minute because the stature seemed a lot, or very similar rather, to the previous live action interpretations of Sweet Tooth. So I'm like, mm-hmm. at first it was so similar at, at a passing glance. I didn't even notice it at first. Once it was confirmed it was Samoa Joe, I was like looking at the hairline. I'm looking at the physique. I'm like, Mm, okay, yeah, now I see it. Did he uh get like into act like better shape from what you see, or is it still just no? Like it's still Joe. <laughs> Joe's natural physique actually is extremely close to the way they portrayed him in the last games. So it it's a natural fit. They probably just got Samoa Joe knowing that's the physique they were going for Sweet Tooth, where sort of stout stocky but also just like you know muscle beefy man yeah he's a big beefy man beef guy who also likes ice cream so go figure there you go that's your sweet tooth of course he's a clown all clowns Uh, like ice cream hell yeah this uh, either way (laughs) i uh, caught you off guard on that one i saw your face you're just like clown uh, uh, it's like sure why not like all clowns like ice cream do they (laughs) it's like that little bit of doubt (laughs) my clown foo is weak but either way the show is looking very interesting i'll probably end up checking it out even though i'm not i only played one of the games but the entire show just looks so maddening. It could potentially be great. So I, as a wrestling fan, as just as a fan of video games, am going to be checking this out. But that deserves a little special me- mention before we get into the subject at hand. The WWE draft, night one of, for year 2023, has just a- a- occurred. We got round one. And... Over the course of SmackDown, we got some very interesting picks. Starting with round one, there were no really su- real surprises here. We knew that Roman. we got Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. 
and confirmed for Monday Night Raw, we got Cody Rhodes and Becky Lynch. All first-round draft picks. No shock at all. But in the eyes of some, this does potentially confirm something that some of us were worried about, at least when it comes to Cody Rhodes. I don't want him to win that title. I'm just going to flat out and say it right there. I actually think it's a mistake if he win- if he wins the title, at least being the inaugural champion. Um, like if he wins it down the line, we're just going to have cut. We're just going to have to deal with it because even though it's a brand new world title, it's still in many eyes, including my own and including, uh, some other, one other particular scholar. This is a consolation title. This is the, the until like, I've made it perfectly clear on this show how I how I wanted the WWE structure to be if they ever decided to do a draft again, or if they they wanted to uh, do a the brand the brand split again. Of course, they're not going with that route. They're having two world champions. It's apparent. It's inevitable that they're going to break up the the tag team titles. Uh. Or they'll just do what they did with the world title and just make a new one because why the hell not? <laughs> because you know, having a third having a third uh world title is enough. Have it making a third tag team titles. Or no no no. That's something that's wrong. I, I actually it's a fourth world title if you count the NXT world title. Uh we've got too many world titles in this mess. It's I don't but care you know if what? people are like, oh, it doesn't count. It's the, the developmental. It doesn't count. They have a world title. It's the NXT world title. It counts. That's their bi- that's their big prize of that brand. And if okay, so they're gonna have brand champions. Whoopty whoopty do. Uh, I still feel like we should have had one world champion that showed that can show up on both shows, tag team champion that could show up on both shows. Uh, the two mid card titles would have been the the brand titles. Uh, but again, that was just how I fear I figured it would have been a good structure. Uh, but for what we have now, the introduction of the new world heavyweight championship, immediate response. I like the design. I like that it's a pretty much an updated version or updated version of the big gold, but just WWE style, or as I just like to call it, it's, I jokingly say the, it's the WCW championship with the WWE logo splurting out because Vince McMahon just has to remind everyone that he beat WCW, but that's not the case. <laughs> that, I was that, like I said, say that, that's just a joke. Mm, okay. <laughs> that, that's uh, that's just going there. I thought you were serious about that first. No, second. no, I no. Really did. When I, even when I, I even uh, when I posted it on our group message, I'm just like, I'm joking. I just saw I just saw that. And just I just looked at the title. And I just was like, man, can't they just let WCW die? <laughs> but again, that was well, just for jokes. I like that. The- but though, then again, some things like the classic belt design are worth keeping around. Um, oh, I personally love this remix to it. 
I like the remix of it too. Um, it just stems a lot of questions and just a lot of frustration, which is just felt throughout the internet wrestling community. Like literally everyone uh, just going, okay, so you can't, you can't beat Roman. So here's your, here's your, at least you tried championship. And hopefully like right now you really can't are it's it's very hard to argue that uh but i hope i'm hopeful that they're able to book it correctly so to the point where okay it can be viewed as a title of great importance i'm hopeful of that but then there's also just the question is this actually continuing the previous World Heavyweight Championship? Or is this its own brand new thing? Is it like just brand new title? So like, I guess with them saying the inaugural champion, I guess it is just a brand new, a brand new title. Like the previous lineage or of the, of the WWE big gold, the one that, Hilariously enough, Triple H got by Eric Bischoff. I guess that that reign, that uh, lineage is over, and now is just starting new. Here's the way I see it. I am under the impression that all previous world titles were sort of integrated into the lineage of the WWE undisputed, whatever you want to call whatever Roman Reigns has now, and that this new belt is essentially a new lineage that in initial concept I really hate but I think there's a, a legitimately real chance that as much as we're all expecting that it's going to go the initial champion is gonna be Cody Rhodes I don't I am not too well even if it isn't if he isn't the first inaugural champion, I think he's going to be at least the second or third. Most, uh, most likely. He is absolutely going to win it at some point this year, even if he's not the first. However, given the style of the belt, I don't see them carrying around a total of three belts beyond all of their champions. I just do not... I, I do not see that. My hope in a perfect world will be that this actually leads up to another rematch between Cody and Roman at WrestleMania 40. Like, okay, we're finishing this. We're finishing the job. I'm happy for the belt, but this isn't everything. I need everything. I will. I need to beat you. I will beat you. At WrestleMania 40, he does and unifies all of these belts into just he unifies all the belts into just one big the one big gold belt. I'm hoping that's what they do. And I think there's a legitimate shot that they that will be the end game. Because if it's not, then they that confirms that they totally blew it at WrestleMania 39. Oh, I, they don't even need this to show that they blew it at WrestleMania 39. Uh, I wasn't at, 
I wasn't at the review show, so I'll just simply say I'll just say it right now. My rating for WrestleMania 39 is uh, Peach Fuzz, two out of five. Brian said he what night one wasn't en- was enough to uh, raise it. It wasn't enough for me. <laughs> I for, on that my, we agree. On my the way I looked at it is uh, I even said it to you uh, in a previous conversation. I looked at this as. You are it's it's how you leave the audience. And just how night two went was just completely infuriating. And it wasn't just because, as Brian put it in the in the review show, just choosing with my heart and I didn't like the result. I'll just say that with Brian. You know me. We're tag partners. We run this place. I don't, I don't choose, I wasn't choosing any of those with my heart. I was, I was going as like the best possible option, but that was weeks ago. And yes, I'm still feeling the effects of that. Uh, I always, I still feel like they completely flubbed it. I feel uh, just now it the bloodline the bloodline storyline has now reached that point where we're just kind of it's kind of done if it's just for them waiting for the the draft to be completed fine but it was it's just at the cost of this great story that you were telling uh i'm i'm just now officially done with Roman's title reign there, like, even if it is just to get to the 1000 days, it's at, it was at a great cost. I, I just, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of done just with the bloodline. Now I'm, I honestly can't believe they actually did that. Like, it seems like such an arbitrary number with no real tangible meaning. Like, yeah, you got the hunt, the thousand days. Now what? At the cost, like it's like Avengers. What did it cost? A new big star, a new big star, which Whoa. is even hilarious enough. Because the way I look at it, and the way of some people have looked at this storyline, uh, with the bloodline, Roman Reigns in particular, like people are comparing him to Thanos to the point where it's like we are constantly reliving the end of infinity war where Thanos just keeps winning and we're just never going to get an end game. And we got multiple opportunities, at least three opportunities to get that end game moment. One of them, not so one of those three opportunities we knew it wasn't going to be, but we just love Sami Zayn that much. <laughs> um, there is something said for that, but we, we, we kept get we have the end game moments on silver platters. It was just something beautiful, and then just once again, you should have gone for the head. Well, you know but, what? I'm sorry. Continue before we move on. But it's just now at that point where again, I'm I'm done with Roman's title reign. Uh. The introduction of this new world title, at least how Triple H presented it, it was made it seem like a consolation prize. And now 
unless they actually put this into a storyline aspect of now, yes, he's thousand, he's reaching a thousand days as that champion, but now really what, what does that championship mean now with another world title? Uh, like, well, now it's the question who can now, it's not even about the title anymore. It's now just about who can beat Roman. And I feel like that also hurts the championships now to the point where it just, <laughs> it's Jay Cargill feeling yeah, when it you comes, know what? Yeah, when it comes to his title. I like Jade Cargill still, that is the most apropos thing i've seen but yeah we it's all not get just it. a point it's like it's not just the point of it's not the point of it's like oh who can now beat roman for the title it's now just just can we just get this over with please can we just move on to something more interesting you have plenty of other people that can actually carry the carry that title and carry the company to a good grounds and yeah, I'm, I'm. It's now just done. I'm. I'm done. Like they say, it was like, oh, WrestleMania. Uh, what's the word? When, when you're just uh, when you're tired, burned out. WrestleMania burnout. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's right. I, I don't know, but, but I it's, will say. It's... Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. I'll just. I'm just gonna. It's like I've had that. Uh, burnout a long time ago and now it's now it's reached the point of just it's not just a burnout of just from wrestling it's burnout of just the uh the blood roman reigns championship reign fair enough but in this and i was after the first round i definitely agreed with you on that until i started seeing some of the moves that were being made with the at, with the other rounds of night one of this because mm-hmm. second round, we did get some very interesting picks. We got the Street Profits and Edge going to SmackDown. And going to Raw, we had Matt Riddle and all of Imperium. Which is leading me to believe that within the this next year, assuming Cody Rhodes does end up winning the world title at uh, the new world title at some point. Another thing I can see happening is Gunther eventually, once he breaks the honky tonk man's record for the intercontinental title, once that's done, once his intercontinental title reign is done, you can very easily put Gunther in the running for the, for the raw world championship. That is, that's something I see much further on down the road. That does, it I admit it does give me hope. How does that sound to you? I Gunther winning the winning a world title. Yay. Uh but it's also the question like is his first real opportunity like is it gonna be like guaranteed long uh <clears throat> I try I'm trying to find the right words of this. Is it going to be like just with other leading contenders? Like for me, my number my number one guy who I think is gonna win it is Seth Rollins. I think he's gonna be the inaugural champion. 
uh, when you have Seth Rollins, uh, now, uh, Drew McIntyre as another candidate who was drafted, uh, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes. And we're in the the era of long of long title reigns. Is it gonna be the best? Is he gonna be like thrown right into the title picture and just be one of those guys who are just for the baby face to conquer? I don't think so. And I think that is part of the beauty of having Gunther in the position that he's in right now. Because right now, they can absolutely have him just not only beat the honky-tonk man streak, but also just totally demolish it. They can have him terrorize the Intercontinental title scene for as long as they want. And then as soon as they need a big bad heel to go after the world title and possibly even win it, it's like, okay, in case of emergency, break the Gunther glass. Okay, they push the Gunther button, send him out. It's like an instant heel feud, ready to go whenever they need it. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Because we've seen what he's done with one world title in the under WWE's umbrella with the NXT UK World Championship. And he like even though what we uh here in the states rarely saw those t- saw those matches. They were still awesome matches. The man had a great title reign. The man can do can do no wrong. He's he's just continuing to be my raw my WWE superstar of the year so far. Possibly even just Wrestler of the Year for uh, Scully's. Oh, he's definitely putting in work and effort, and it's all come. It's all coming up, Gunther. But the hits just keep on hitting, as you alluded to earlier. The third round, we got some interesting picks too. For Raw, we got Drew McIntyre and The Miz going there. But this time, not only do we get Bobby Lashley going to SmackDown, but we also got the entirety of the OC coming back. AJ Styles, Gallows and Anderson, and uh, Michin, Mia Yim, they're all on SmackDown now. They all came back all at once, and they immediately got into a fight with the Viking Raiders and Valhalla. Like, they sort of came out of nowhere in my eyes, and they looked fresh and ready to go. It's such a relief to see AJ Styles back. Even if it's just, like, I don't know if he's fully recovered from his injury. He's just there as support for Gallows, Anderson, and Mia Yim to face Viking War Raider experience in Valhalla. It, given what we saw, it seems like that very well may be the case. He was just sort of like, he was just like, hey, OC, handle your business. And then they just had like a brief intergender scuffle between the, the two factions. So. The impression I got from this, I could be wrong, but it looks like as much as AJ Styles is getting there, he's not 100% and hasn't been cleared yet. So he's almost like the mouthpiece, the functioning mouthpiece for this Viking War Raider experience feud until, and then once that's done, AJ should be ready to go. That's good. Okay. That's fine. Uh, again, he was missed. It's nice to see him, and 
another potential uh, robbery for Roman. And again, there's there's going to be some carryover feuds until there is the inevitable return match between Cody and him. Mm-hmm. I'm still convinced of that unless it looks like they're really going in a very different direction for Roman at WrestleMania. I still have hope. I'm just going to be watching that like a hawk. I, I in response of you uh your merging of the world titles thing, I still don't uh, I said it bef- said it before when you brought it up and I'm just saying on the show. I don't I don't think they're make, they're bringing in a brand new world title just to uh have it for a year or less than a year and just merge it with another belt. I don't if it looks like they're being very serious with this new brand split with actual legit like separate brands. Um the only way I can actually really see Cody going for a world title shot against Roman again is if he wins the Rumble again. And you know what? It's not necessarily the the most unheard of thing in the world either. It's not like we haven't had back-to-back World Rumble winners. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, indeed. So there's a lot of possibilities. I'm still remaining somewhat hopeful. But even then, the last... And final, because uh, that's what it means, the final round of the night one of the draft actually did produce some very interesting results that I personally did not see coming at all. We got drafted in the final round. First, we got damage control going to SmackDown. And then also for SmackDown, we got the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I was not expecting them to be called up and followed quickly after that. We got Shinsuke Nakamura drafted to Monday Night Raw and then Indy Hartwell got drafted to Monday Night Raw, which everyone seemed just as shocked as as anybody else. But this actually had me going, wow, these are some picks. Everything is being remixed real nice right now. I dig it. It is very interesting. And one thing I noticed with these picks is that I don't know if it's just me noticing, but I'm just looking at these lists. I'm like, oh, let's see. There Raw got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> SmackDown definitely got the got the more num more people than uh than raw did because like i said uh raw got like 11 and smackdown one two three four five with this both street profits six seven eight nine ten eleven with the four members of the oc three members of uh damage control and uh the ta- the women's tag team champions of nxt so is this is does this mean that Raw is going to just get a good, a better, a big number of superstars in comparison to SmackDown getting their big number of superstars for their show? That is my guess. Given the way that they've been conducting this this draft, I believe they're going to be doing something similar for the second half on Monday Night Raw. I believe they're going to absolutely do that. 
but for the time being, I got to admit, I was really impressed with a lot of these picks. They're with the with a few notable exceptions. I feel like a lot of these picks are ones I didn't think of right away. And as I'm looking over the list right here in front of me, I'm starting to really see some potential interesting possibilities for feuds. Again, we talked at length about Cody versus Roman and how we can get there and how that should be pulled off. But even elsewhere on the card, we've got new possibilities for women's tag matches. Women's, there's new injections of talent into the main event title scene for the women, too. Shinsuke Nakamura is back. AJ Styles is back. Uh, just so many different remixes and returns that it's honestly enough to get me cautiously optimistic again. What do you think? You know, I guess the one thing that has me optimistic is just the reports I've read of once the draft officially begins, Triple H is back being full head of creative, maybe some pitches to, uh, from Vince, but it's these. This is now Triple H's television show. It's no longer a, t- a TV show for one, an audience of one of Vince McMahon. This is now uh, TV shows for an audience of all. No more out of touch old man who could possibly turn people into stereotypical cartoon characters. I'm 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 hopeful for that, but now seeing how WrestleMania pretty much brought back that whole oh, maybe WWE isn't so bad after all. Yeah, we're a bunch of assholes. Nothing's it's like it's like we just get your hopes up just to disappoint you again. So I'm it's I'm being optimistic, but still cautiously optimistic because, of course, I'm just I want my wrestling to be good. That's all I want. Doesn't matter if it's AEW, WWE. I just want good, consistent storytelling that is not offensive or dated or just flat out stupid. (laughs) Fair enough more than fair enough that all being said i was i have to admit i did i didn't hear this rumor of after the draft triple h is going to be totally going back uninterrupted and what we saw recently was just a a a side effect of the sale going through Mm -hmm. or at least being confirmed or whatever whatnot i'm not i'm not a money guy but either way I really hope that this is the case, and as we're looking ahead, I think we're going to have that that confirmed or denied over the next several weeks. But before we bring things to a close, I do have a small Scholar's Quick Talk question for you. As we're looking ahead to Monday Night Raw and round two of the draft, what what are a few names that you would wear, want to see get drafted and to where? Do you want me to open up this one? Why do you think? Go right, yeah, go right ahead. Because who? Because I know they set they like split, uh, the open names in half. Like, oh, this these are the people that are being drafted tonight. 
and next and now next week here's group b that's being drafted on raw yeah i i fully confess i did not pay it to any attention at all to who was in what draft pool but i will say i have been giving this a little bit of thought uh this is just my completely biased one-sided opinion but obviously first first uh round draft pick the judgment day is going to have to go since go pretty early on since we're talking about Rhea Ripley is being in the mix so someone she's probably going to have to the entirety of the judgment day is going to have to go to Monday Night Raw as far as NXT call-ups I can definitely see Cameron Grimes being called up uh, there was a lot of rumors that Pretty Deadly was going to get called up mm-hmm there's a whole lot of people that could potentially be called up. I was could have sworn Zoe Stark is was going to get called up, but I feel like now that Indy Hartwell got called called up, I think they're going to need her to stay back a little bit longer. I think she's injured. Is Zoe Stark injured? I think because I know I saw a big list of some NXT women with uh, ACL injuries. I thought someone else had an ACL injury, but there's a way, there's like at least there's at least eight of them. Uh, that have ACL injuries, and I think Zoe Starks is one of them. Okay, yeah, I, I, feel I, I like... need to confirm that, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she, uh, she was on that list. Or at least what it, list is just the pictures of each of them. Uh, I, I know I saw it. Uh... Hmm. Well, why uh, you we'll, that we'll, fi- we'll figure we'll figure that out like once the uh show's over but I'm yeah either way I don't see too many other people now that Indy Hartwell got cooked got called up a lot of the other standout talents I feel like from NXT I feel like they need a little bit more time to cook and gather reps meanwhile Indy has more than graduated at this point mm-hmm. but elsewhere I'm also wondering I'm also going to make a bold prediction here. I think they're going to announce Bray Wyatt being drafted back to being maintained on SmackDown. Hopefully whatever he's dealing with is over soon, but I'm guessing Hopefully. they may just, I'm guessing they're probably going to make that announcement just to put everyone at ease. Like, okay, he's still in the mix. So I'm thinking that, and I'm also thinking that they're going to draft LA Knight to SmackDown. Or not LA night to raw, pardon me. That would be That's, nice. Yeah. 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 They really need to mix him up quite a bit. And I think this is gonna be the new the new frontier for him to really let, spread his wings and flex his muscles. Yeah. Yeah. I just so love yeah. how, how popular he's getting. He yeah, is they, getting really popular with the crowd. He is his promo skills are just astounding it's and i just love how now. they have to do something with them they have I just, to i think i just love the how natural it's getting he's getting <sighs> but so i don't yes. even know it's like with all the with the big the names going to raw would he actually uh with like shinsuke uh get the list back up uh with uh gunther drew Hopefully he'll find he'll find a good place to flourish on either brand. 
Yeah, even just from the small fraction of the list we've got in front of us right now, he can fit in well with just, he can make anything work with just about anybody. I think I, I'm seeing I Matt Riddle jump out at me. I kind of want to see him actually turn face. Not not the like yeah. full on good guy baby face, just rock style. Pretty much, yeah, rock slash Austin style. Just him, just ripping ripping people apart. Yeah, yeah. That, he's he's almost there, right as it is now, with all the cheers and everything he's been getting. Mm-hmm. So they, I'm convinced they know that they've got something good with him. Just a matter of who else is going to be given a fresh coat of paint after the draft. Any thoughts? Um, uh, I did have him. Now I'm blanking out. Uh, I do want to see Chad Gable flourish by himself. As much as I love his stuff with uh, Otis, Otis, whatever. I want to. I actually want this to be a good, uh, like, as you put it, a fresh coat of paint for him. Because man, that guy, he he needs something. He is too good to just be putting uh, just the guy who's putting people over or just losing to people. I mean, hell, he lost to uh, Mustafa Ali in a joke match. The man, he he needs more. I And I think this draft would do wonders for him, but like pretty much be the new, really be the new Kurt Angle. Because he's already, he's, I feel like the shush is reaching that point where he is now like, Kurt Angle, when he first came in, and he's just his shush is his three eyes, essentially. Yeah, I don't. I if at best I don't see him reaching Kurt, full Kurt Angle World Champion status, but I can see him reaching Ricky Steamboat level if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh yeah, I get that, and I, I actually I could see him go that far too. I would love to see him win a world title, but I also don't think he'll they'll actually give it to him. But if he actually ever ever did, I would have just be going, yeah, finally recognition for your greatness, sir, Mister o- You Olympian man. Shush, shush. I'll tell you what, there is a whole heck of a lot of really talented people moving around, and I'm actually more excited for Monday Night Raw at this point than I really ever expected to be at this point. But those are our thoughts on on the first night of the WWE draft for 2023. Now is a point in the show where we turn back to you, our fellow fans. What did you think of the draft? How well do you think it goes? Who should go where? What do you think of the draft so far? Whatever you think, we want to hear from you. So drop us a line all across the internet. On YouTube, drop us a comment. If you're on Facebook or on the Twitter machines, drop us a comment there and join in the conversation. Cool. Where can they reach you on Twitter? You can reach me at the Avataric. And you can reach me at I'm Robbie Rage. And for all of these social media links and more, just check out the link in our description to our link tree. It's down below. Just check us out at linktree slash scholars of wrestling. 
or even more fun. <sighs> and with that, we are going to get on out of here. We have a lot more wrestling to catch up on, and we're going to be talking about it all because you know who we are. We are the scholars of wrestling, and you have just been schooled. You're, You're welcome. welcome. See you all for more action in the draft.